This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results, Darren Ahern and Presidential Bank Mortgages, Terry Kernan. Hey folks, welcome back to your Frederick Real Estate Update. I am Darren Ahern with REMAX Results and I have also with me the one and only, the man with all the money over in that vault at Presidential Bank Mortgage, Mr. Terry Kernan. Hey buddy, how are you? Good, how are you? We are getting ready for turkey, aren't we? Unbelievable that we're already talking turkey day. We're like, there, 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 aren't we? Yep. End of the month. So we're more than halfway through. We're into the fall season. Leaves are down. Snow is any second around the corner. So, all right, let's get right on into it, Terry. Lots of um, questions and conversations and such, man, that I have been having with um, a lot of people. Probably feels like it was like, it feels like um, the whole atmosphere of real estate and everything this whole year, I don't know, was like in a drift motion. It was just kind of there. We were doing it. It's not near as active as it was before and everything. But it felt like in the last week or so, I just got a barrage of calls and people. I have um, three homes getting ready to sell that I thought two of them out of the three I thought were going to be next year. And now they're this fall, and then I got one in Amberbrook up in Frederick that I sat with the seller last week, and um, I was I just gave him all the information, the market news, sent him a bunch of things. We sat, had a great conversation, and I was sort of thinking they may lean more a little bit towards spring market. And they were like, "Nope, let's get this on the market right now." What price range? So four twenty-five. Okay. Um, brand new build. Spot. It's two hundred uh, two years old or less. His job's moving them, and so um, they could have waited, but they decided that's nah, probably best to go ahead and do this. That's a good community up there, by the way, and um, high high demand. And we've probably had eight showings in the last five days in an open house, and we're getting ready to. Probably get an offer. I got two agents saying any second now we're going to send you something over. So, you know, so it's kind of um, interesting. Whereas my other property that the big house here in Clover Ridge um, that we had to make a price adjustment on. Yep. We did get a full price offer and accepted this last week. And uh, my sellers are thrilled and happy and and it's uh, it's really good. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's congratulations. Yeah. So it's one of those. And that took, you know, that took, I think it was like 25 days, I believe, 26 days to get that under contract. But whenever I looked at that price range of almost $800,000 or seven hundred dollars to 800000 a lot of things in that range are really in about a 35 to 40 day. And so I said, hey, we got your home under contract and under the average amount of time on the market. But it felt, but in retrospect to what we've experienced in the last three years, um, those 20 some days, they felt like forever <laughs> because yeah. everything was selling in three minutes or three days before. So when you have something that's on the market and you don't get an offer for 21, 25, 27 days, it feels like the whole world's coming to an yeah. end. But really, that's average better than the normal average not just that price range, but when you look at an average amount of inventory, an average, which is about 1,200 homes on the market in Frederick County for sale, and if you look at the average everything, the average, average, average is about 60 to 70 days under most circumstances. Um, and we're still not even there, by the way. That's how we know things are still really good because right now we're at a one 0.6 month supply. So with that, let's do the numbers real quick. 
and then we're going to get you going on with what's happening in, in that you're seeing. So active homes, 368 is all. So we're not even above 400. And as I said, 12 to 1300 is a balanced market. It's not a seller's market. It's not a buyer's market. Um, resale homes, 223. And um, so the average time, the median time of markets, 21 days. The average days of markets, 38 right now across the board. And then the median price, 510. So we've seen that level out. That has been very, it's almost scary, um, predictable at this point. That's mm -hmm. a good way of putting it. New construction, 145. Same thing coming soon, 24. This is what we sort of thought that that number would dip down about half the amount of coming soons that we were experiencing as an average all year long, which was about 45 to 50, maybe 70. I think the highest we ever got was like 75, which by the way, that's under average. That That's under average. Coming soon should be around 100. Remember I said, I don't know when we'll ever break 100 coming yeah, soon. Yeah, that was probably so, two years ago we've been waiting. Yeah. And then pending under contract, 391 um, in the last 30 days, sold 254 homes. Average median time of those is like 19. And um, and then 99.9 .9 sold to list price ratio is right there hanging at 100%, which I've always said that's absolutely amazing considering, but that's all supply and demand. Volume, though, volume is down. Um, 13.9% at this time. So if you look, the Maryland statistics, October 2023, we have the neat little chart right here, which is awesome information that we get, as we know. And the units um, is down 14.5% uh, across Maryland, and it's 139 for Frederick County. The average price is up, though, 4.7%, whereas for Frederick, we're actually just shy of 4. We're at 3.7 right now. Okay. So we're about 1% less than Maryland as a whole. Median price is up 5.2. And um, and then that's when it said on the bottom we had all that about the, the median days. The median days I thought was really interesting being like 12 days in the market for 2022. And now they were showing 10 days, but ours is actually a little bit higher, no doubt. We're running 19 days and above as a whole. So I don't know where some of that's coming from or who's getting their homes sold a lot faster than we are, but um, maybe Montgomery County down where you're at. I don't know, but that's always a great, great chart and a good thing to pay attention to. Um, but we do have a 1.6 month supply. We were down at 1% or 1.2 for a long time. And it has come up a tiny bit 1.6. But when you look at everything, that's still insane. I tell sellers that is still absolutely mind blowing to us that have done this as many years as we have. To have less than two months supply, that is still absolutely a full-blown seller's market. The question becomes, Terry, for my sellers is, well, why aren't you getting 20 multiple offers like three years ago or two years ago? Because it's not the same. Buyer demand is not there whatsoever, and we've talked a little bit about that. So, all right, you go ahead. I'm going to let you go ahead and tell us what you're seeing, experiencing that coincides with everything. So, um Basically, uh, two weeks ago, uh, two weeks ago when we were here, we talked about the the jobs report, and basically what you saw was was the jobs report. There were less jobs created mm -hmm. than anticipated. Uh, about one hundred and fifty thousand jobs were created in September or in October. Basically, the unemployment went from three point seven to three point eight percent, and that kind of that 
was very, very good news for us. And what it did was it set us up for what happened this past week. And I talked about this is, is we got to look at the CPI. We got to look at the PPI. Retail sales has even been thrown in this week. Jobless claims uh, came out on Friday. So let's talk about what happened this week that is huge. The CPI, the Consumer Price Index, that is what everybody looks at inflation. That is what the consumer pays for every product out there, okay? And what happened with that? They were predicting that it would only go up 0.1% in October from September. What actually happened was it basically was flat, didn't go anywhere. So that was huge news showing that, yes, inflation looks like that it's starting to get better and better under control, more and more under control, not better and better under control, but but more under control. So always followed up the next day is the PPI, the producer price index. What is the cost of the goods costing the manufacturers, right? And that actually, instead of going up or instead of staying flat, that actually dropped by 0.5%, which is the one of the largest drops we've seen well it's the largest drop that we've seen since like the pandemic okay so what that signaled is that wow these are great numbers to show that the year-over-year inflation has dropped tremendously it shows that we're headed in the right direction so what happened was we went from eight and a quarter percent interest rate yeah that was the highest right we got to the high of eight and a quarter that's and now we're down to seven and a half percent okay so what happens when the rates came back under eight percent the phone started to ring again yeah okay and you just mentioned hey yeah i've got some people that are so so that kind of that that good news for the interest rates uh basically signaled that hopefully inflation so there's no reason that the fed should raise rates in december right there's no reason that it should raise rates retail sales came out on uh wednesday and they basically went down 0.1 percent okay so that's that's you know good news for the economy that things are slowing down and that the inflation is looking like it might have a chance to be under control okay Mm -hmm. so that's that's those are huge numbers and what we've seen is once again i think that when we went over that eight percent limit that's when the phones truly stopped ringing october was an extremely extremely slow month for the phone to ring would you say that was the slowest in your almost 30 years you would say was it worse than oh eight nine ten or whatever um it was one of the slowest months for new business okay like, like new prospects yeah and people interested in coming yes. into the market to purchase. Yes. And then I was reading an article and you said, you know, since I got in the business, I got in the business in 1986. I read an article where it said that the buyer's demand in October was the lowest it had been since 1985. Ah, so you yeah, pretty you much, so, so yes, yeah. basically it was one of the slowest months that I can ever remember yeah. in trying to create new business because the rates went over that 8%. So what is the factor here and the factor that I've talked about is is out of all the products, you know, um, housing, they call it shelter, housing did go up, you know, so the cost of housing did go up. But what came down was gasoline and that came down by oh, five yeah. that came down by five percent. Okay. So as I've said before, get that gas under control and I think we can control inflation. And we saw the effects of dropping gas by 5%, uh, helping huge not only 
for the uh, cost of goods, but the cost to produce the goods. So good. everything's good. Everything, the phone's ringing again. Uh, I went to Verizon four times checking to see if it was broken or not, and they said no. <laughs> no, you, no, you and every other like mortgage that. lender has been in here seeing if their phone's broken. Yeah. So. Any, any real estate agents go in there, they said? <laughs> I mean— I know I rebooted my phone a few times. I'm like, what's going on? Oh, I know. I know what you know what cures all this. You take a vacation. It's like, That's okay, right. That's right. time to take a vacation. The minute I go away, everybody wants you. And of course, got back from, you know, all the boat racing stuff and everything. And what did I have? All kind of, I was writing offers while I was down there. I was helping this, doing this, doing this. It's actually pretty busy overall for November, right? But so, a good time in Key West. Yeah. What's there not to like on that side of the yeah. fun side of the island? You know what I learned down there for the first time? It's the same temperature and the same weather for the most part all year long. They don't have seasons. No seasons. And you know what else was cool? I was riding around, relaxing, having a good day. And all of a sudden, you may have saw that post. Found Right on the bus stop sign, big big Remax balloon thing. There it was. So it's fun doing those little selfies saying, we're everywhere. We're all over yeah. the place, you Key, know? Key West is a special place. And my sister, uh, my sister Beanie lives down there in the wintertime with her husband. Mm-hmm. And her husband's a realtor up in Maine. They're Maine in the summer. But, but Blair is 90 years old. 90 years old. And he is the most active. <laughs> you would never 90 know. 90 year old ever. But I was talking to him about three years ago. We were down visiting uh, Beanie and Blair in Key West. Mm-hmm. And Blair said, you know, the great thing about Key West, if you live down here, is you can shorten your life. <laughs> Key West will either shorten your life or extend your life, and you got to choose which one it is. There you go. <laughs> what do you got to do that chooses to make it extended? Yeah, you right? got to pace yourself. You can't pace go crazy. yourself. It's hot and good and warm and salty and all that good stuff. So, all right. So, some of the things, uh, Terry, like I said, a couple new homes, things I'm working on. Um, I'm still getting, though, uh, the sellers that are asking me, should we wait till the springtime? What's your ideas? And, you know, thoughts like that and everything like that. So the other thing we got was the latest 2024 prediction, Terry, from all of the powers, as they say it be. That's Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae, this person, NAR, MBA, all these people with a bunch of letters, but we don't know their names, right? All right. So this comes out, Terry, and it says the New Year's right around the corner. And you may be wondering what in the world does 2024 Look like right now at this time for buying or selling a home. We want to make sure you're in the most informed decision possible ever with the information. And it's important to know the experts. What do the experts have to say, Terry? So the appreciation, every seller wants to know, is my house going to go up in value, down in value, or just be flat? So, Terry, what does it say here for the home price forecast into 2024 compared to this year so far year to date the data that we do have which will probably land i think we're gonna have a soft landing i don't see anything crazy about it changing but what are some of the numbers that you see on that that stick out yeah like tell everybody what the numbers are so basically the average of all forecasts for 2023 was a 2.8 percent increase you mean for oh, the for prices. the average the prices yep. yeah okay and that's what we're taking a look at right the prices home price yep and basically for 2024, it's going to be about one and a half percent. Okay. So what is the true number that they're saying that it actually has increased by so far? 
So actually this year, it depends. We know for the state of Maryland, it's a little over 4%. So all the forecasts, these guys all got it wrong, 2.8. That's across the country, though. But now they're starting to say 1.5. Now, here's the thing. We typically in this area, this D.C. metropolitan, Montgomery County, Frederick County, Carroll, Baltimore, the whole thing, ours, we typically, Terry, we always do. I don't, I don't ever remember a time and number that our prices of homes have ever been at the national or below the national average. Have you? No. I know. It's it's like we're isolated. We really are kind of a little bit in a shelter and a bubble. And so when they say, I don't freak out about it, when they say the average of all forecasts, 1.5% for next year, um, I still think we're probably going to be around three or maybe even more. In this area. In this area. We're already above three. And if nothing radically changes, we're going to land at like 3.7% appreciation for the year. Now, there are price points that I just dealt with. You get seven, 800000 above. No, that's probably not going to be the case. This is like everybody in one. Now, you start talking about homes that are two and 300,000, Terry. That's not going to be two, three, five percent appreciation. That could still go up seven because that's where, like, what, 75% of the home buyers are living is $300,000 and under. So that's the greatest height of the demand. So um, Fannie Mae had said 2.8, MBA says 1.1, and NAR, National Association of Realtors, actually has us less than one percent they're predicting coming up and and so i look at that and i'm like all right everybody's like all over the map they've got their little algorithms and things like that we'll all find out together i can guarantee you that as long as we're not like six feet under right in 2024 and we'll see what happens but what are your overall thoughts as a lender on, on your side and what you think well that that fannie mae is is awful aggressive with their forecasts. Okay, they're forecasting 6.7% in 2023 and 2.8% in 2024. Yeah. Where the National Association of Realtors is 0.1% <laughs> yeah. in 2023 and 0.7% in 2024. Yeah. And the mortgage bankers are right in the middle. That's right. Your so, mortgage bankers are so, in the center. So what it kind of leads me to believe is that I'm going to go closer with the National Association of Realtors because I think they have their finger on the pulse more than, let's say, Fannie Mae. Yeah. And She's crazy. No. <laughs> well, who is Fannie Mae? <laughs> who is Fannie Mae? No, but, but, but I think the National Association of Realtors yeah. has a little better idea on, on exactly what's going on out there and what they're seeing because their feedback is from their members. Okay? Yeah. yeah, that's true. And we do. In fact, we get surveys every year that has a ton of questions as real estate agents, and there's over a million of us. And you're right. They actually use, like, how many years you've been in the business and how many transactions have you had, what your dollar about. And then all of a sudden it gets into this predictability. Do you feel confident about the market going forward? Do you feel neutral or do you get worried? And I mean, it's a lot of questions, and you're right. It's really good because if everybody's honest, and even if only half the agents in the country answer the question, and they only get a half a million or one point or six hundred thousand responses back, which I bet they probably do, that is like a lot of data. So go ahead. Yeah, no. So and and it kind of goes back to what I kind of think. Um, I remember reading something similar where where you had NAR forecasting, same three people, Mortgage Bankers Association forecasting and Fannie Mae forecasting, and they were forecasting where rates would be at the end of this year. And NAR had the highest prediction of the rates. So it was kind of like the mortgage bankers were, you know, in the sixes. Uh, National Association 
of realtors was in the high sixes. Fannie Mae was like at six percent or less on their prediction where rates would wind up right December thirty first. So right now it looks like NAR has a pretty good idea of what's going on um, uh, with their forecasts. Yeah, because we're not going to be at six percent by December thirty first. No, I doubt it. That, but the good news is this. We, we're not going to have a year and maybe even next year predictability that we're going to have one of those, uh, what was it, six out of 70 or 80 years that we actually have a uh, down year of appreciation. Um, amazing with all that's going on that we may not really wind up with that whatsoever in our area, which is good. Yeah, in the last 81 years, 75 of those years we saw yep. appreciation at zero or above. Right. Five of the years, six of the years were at zero or below. Right. Okay. And that's amazing. There was one year at zero, but five below, 75 up. You got a good memory. So so that's an amazing statistic. It is. And, and that statistic will always, it will always, I believe that there will always be appreciation as long as the supply is much lower than the demand. Because that's yes. base. First that's thing I learned as an economics major, first semester freshman year, when supply is low and demand is high, rates have to go up. No doubt about it. And or, then home or yeah, costs costs go up. go up. And then the home sale forecast for next year, out of all of the averages, what is that number? By the way, we are we typically have almost five million. Everybody asks how many homes in the United States a year sells. But about a five hundred, about five million home is what typically happens as an average. And we've had years that have been down to like 4.1 million or so. And 08, 09, and 10 was like really low. That was, I think, the lowest amount in retrospect to um, uh, population. Because you have to remember, it's a percentage of. And so, you know, in 15, 20 years, we had, what, 300 million or 290 million Americans. Now we have 340 million. Well, you had 40, 50 million people and 20 million, say 25 million or 20 million households, 20 million more homes are needed. And we can't even build a million a year over 20 years. We're still short. That's the problem. We are still house short. That's why everybody goes, yeah, but they're building all over the place. Well, yeah, because we have the population to keep up with it. In fact, we're behind building, actually. We're way behind. And, by the way, in Key West, oh, my gosh, they put a building moratorium in coming up for next year for five years. They're going to scrutinize more than ever before along the Florida Keys what can be built, where, what, and how. And guess what? That Can you predict what is that going to do to values in Key West in the next three, four, five years, probably in the next year? Bada bing. Bada bing, baby. If you think 1.4 million average you price is high, yet, you will not be able you to You haven't buy. seen nothing yet because we're going to 2 million as an average price. I guarantee it. So, all wow. right. So, the forecast is actually 5.2 million across the board that they're saying. And this year we'll land at 4.8 million um, transactions for homes and all that. So, that's not too big of a difference. But what are your thoughts? So, my thoughts are basically the forecasts are flip flop. What you just talked about was the average of all the forecasts. Fannie Mae is predicting the lowest amount of home sales. Yeah. Where the mortgage bankers are next in line at 5.2 million. Fannie Mae is saying that they're that we're going to repeat the 4.8 million. Yep. Uh, but the National Association of Realtors says 5.5 
million. Oh, we're getting that's because we need more homes. Okay, so so that might be wishful thinking. <laughs> we're that, we, all but, right, now we're being told but, we're wishful thinkers over here as NARs. <laughs> but these forecasts yep. basically are gonna hinge on one thing. Yes, they are. And that is the interest rates. That's it. Interest that rates. Where, yep. where do we go from there? And the bottom line is if rates the more the interest rates come down, the more sellers are gonna be willing to give up that handcuff golden handcuff three percent thing they're going to be a lot more willing so now you've got more inventory and then you're going to have more buyers jump in the game because why terry what's more affordable the mortgage the mortgage is more affordable you add two of those things together and what do we got we got a pretty good year yeah we're gonna so, have a better year than we've had maybe right yeah. so i think that the taking a look at this and, and taking a look and feeling what i feel is that everything's gonna be based on the rates yeah and everything i think that the news that we got with this inflation numbers for october i think that's going to continue to be okay so i think rates are going to come down significantly probably in the five and a half percent range next year at this time five to five and a half is my prediction yep for next year right now all right, so we got two minutes left or so on the program. Here we go, Terry. Everybody's asking, preparing your home for the winter months. Looks like we may get some snow and more cold this year. We had no snow last year, it felt like, right? Nothing. Saw a few flakes, and that was it. But this year, we could be preparing for a little bit more. But here's what you need to do. Make sure your doors and windows are sealed up. Check that out. Insulation. Try to feel for any drafts and things. Actually, you need to get, like, an energy audit test. Tim Jones, who's always on. Um, these guys, they know have a lot of... Um, just give me a call. I will definitely point you in the right direction with these guys that are amazing to be able to help you out to get an energy audit test done in your home. That's one of the best things, Terry, somebody can do to save money. There's no doubt about it. You want to seal things up, check the insulation, get your HVAC, your furnace, all that stuff tested for best efficiency. All right, smoke detector batteries, get those things clean. Uh, Put in new ones or get the new battery sealed kind. By the way, you can't sell house. If you, it's not good, you won't pass year. all the inspections unless you have the 10-year or less of the battery life. you got to have the sealed kind. Those are the best kind anyways. They have the carbon monoxide detectors in them and the whole nine yards built in. They are the safest and the best. Don't never skimp on that. Make sure you clean your fireplace flue. If you haven't that done so huge. yet, you're late. Do not do that. You have a fire. So let me just add one thing yep. to it. We, have, um, we had a fireplace for years. Um, turned it into a gas fireplace. We, we didn't get it clean for like three or four years. Guy said, you have to get it cleaned every year just like it's a normal fireplace. We're like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> but so, so, so get your gas fireplaces all cleaned, especially if you have more than one in your house. There it's you go. Dangerous. Anything that looks like a fireplace, smells like a fireplace, get it cleaned out. Make sure you do that. We got great resources to point you in those directions as well. Keep the gutters out, leaves out of the gutters now. You can clean those out if all the leaves are pretty much down. Make sure your water flows away from your house because this is one of the biggest ways we see foundational problems and all that. Um, like that's one of the easiest fixes. I can't tell you how many times I tell people just move it away three feet from the uh, gutter drain and you're good. So um, next week we're going to cover more stuff. You guys take care. Happy Thanksgiving. Appreciate everybody tuning in each and always be thankful, be grateful, hug, love each other, and we will see you next time on Your Frederick Real Estate. Happy buying and selling. Take care. Looking to purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage? If so, Lawyer Signature Settlements is here to assist you with that process. Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. 
With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301-695-1235 or visit us on the web at www.signaturesettlements.com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301-639-9244, 301-639-9244. Or you can always email me at tkernan at presidential.com. And this is Darren Ahern from REMAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713 or at DarrenAhern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com.